Hello, and welcome to the Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Lowe, a podcast for artists and storytellers about changing the world for the better through story. Well, I'm podcasting to you again today from Billings, Montana, where I have extended my trip to be here with my dad. However, I want to continue talking to you about heroism because it is such an important topic. So to that end, my goal today is to review with you some of the things we've learned about what it means to be a hero, but then also discuss what it means not to be a hero. In other words, what are some things that people often present as being heroic, but actually aren't? Because sometimes the best way to know what something is, is by looking at what it is not. So what is heroism not? Okay, let's start with a review of some things to remember when writing heroes. Will Rogers said, we can't all be heroes because someone has to sit on the curb and clap as they go by. And that's true because the truth of the matter is if everybody was heroic, we wouldn't need examples of heroism. So heroes are special. Heroes are unique. I love this saying, Remember, you're unique, just like everyone else. But you see what happens is, if you're unique like everyone else, then you're really not that unique. So this is one of the things we have to remember when it comes to writing heroes. They can't be like everybody else. They have to have qualities that are super. Now this doesn't mean that they have actual superpowers. And yet, they have to have qualities that are superior to the normal person. That's why they're great. Not everybody can be a hero. Thomas Carlyle said, a man must indeed be a hero to appear such in the eyes of his valet. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means you have to present a character that in some ways is larger than life, that is big enough for the average Joe to go, wow, that's cool. That does something extraordinary enough for us to take notice which means there needs to be truly heroic acts being performed or else it's not truly heroic. You got to go big or go home. A boy doesn't have to go to war to be a hero. He can say he doesn't like pie when he sees there isn't enough to go around. Isn't that wonderful? Now I have used this quote a number of times. I've actually changed it a few times because I couldn't remember the exact quote and I finally found it. Edgar Watson Howe, a boy doesn't have to go to war to be a hero. He can say he doesn't like pie when he sees there isn't enough to go around. That is heroic. Now, is that big enough to be heroic in the eyes of the average Joe? Well, this one is speaking to quality of character that is truly unique, right? It is truly unique. So the thing is, yes, it can be small things that make us heroic, and yet it still has to stand out to the reader, to the viewer, as being pretty big. And so we'll talk about that as we continue moving forward. If you remember, however, I've talked before about the hero character paradox. The paradox is that you need someone great plus someone real, someone who is a sinner. Flannery O'Connor says, sentimentality is an overemphasis on innocence 
And as such, it is inexcusable for a Christian. And the point is, is that story heroes must have human weakness, right? They must have human weakness. However, as we've talked about, their human weakness should come from folly or weakness, not an attachment to evil. They should hate their sins. And they should certainly know what sin is. They can't be confused by the notion of what is actually evil. They know the difference. And they should hate their sins or their folly so badly that they work tirelessly to overcome those deficiencies rather than revel in or celebrate them or ignore them and think that they don't matter. In the character's defining conviction from which he or she derives power, they must be consistent with a moral worldview or else they are not heroic. Now, Joseph Conrad says, a hero is someone who has given their life to something bigger than themselves. In other words, the key characteristic, the most important characteristic of heroism is self-sacrifice. It is to give your life over to something bigger than you, which is why having a character that is selfish is so fundamentally problematic. Now, a character can go through that process to get to the point, but at the end of the day, as Joseph Conrad said, a hero is someone who has given themselves over to something bigger than themselves. This also means that to be a hero, a character must assume responsibility for something that is not theirs by assignment, but it falls to them in their mind. In other words, they feel that it is their responsibility to do something about whatever it is that's happening in that world. This is why in the superhero movies, we often hear these things. I mean, it's a cliche line now, but it wasn't when it came out with Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. You are responsible to do something about that which you see. Because the greatest evil is to stand by and do nothing if you have the power to do something. Even if you don't have the power to do something, a hero must take action because they assume responsibility for something that is not theirs by assignment, but it falls to them in their mind. Corey Ten Boom once said, you say we could lose our lives for this child? I would consider that the greatest honor that could come to my family. In Corey Ten Boom's mind, it was their responsibility to save as many people as they could, to risk their lives for those that were being targeted and condemned and put to death by the Nazis. Which also means, and this is what I love, heroism always has to involve the hero dying so that others can live. This is always, always true. There is a death. Now, here's the thing. There are many kinds of death. Sometimes it is the sacrifice of one's own life. Sometimes they actually have to lay down their lives for others. As we talked about last week, what Iron Man had to do, what Tony Stark had to do in Endgame. He had to die so that others may live. But there are other kinds of death. There's the death of ego. 
There's the death of relationship. There's the death of comfort. Every single hero has to sacrifice something that's terribly important to them. Every single time. They cannot be heroic if it didn't cost something valuable. They have to pay the price. So there must be a point in your story where your hero must die and they die to self so that others can live. They sacrifice something hugely valuable to themselves for the good of others. Flannery O'Connor once said that there is something in us as storytellers and as listeners to stories that demands the redemptive act, that demands that what falls at least be offered the chance to be restored. The reader of today looks for this motion, and rightly so, but what he has forgotten is the cost of it. His sense of evil is diluted or lacking altogether, and so he has forgotten the price of restoration. This is so important because every single story ultimately does demand the redemptive act. And generally speaking, it is the hero that must pay the cost. The hero pays the price to either bring justice and restoration and balance or whatever you want to call it to the universe or to bring somebody back from the brink right? But it costs them something. All right. So these are some of the things that heroism is, but what are some things that heroism is not? Well, number one, things that are not heroic. It is not heroic to be a victim, to have a bad hand dealt to you. Even to have an illness is not heroic. Now, heroism might be achieved by serving others even in the midst of an illness or having something bad happen to you. But in and of itself, it does not a hero make. And unfortunately, in today's world, that is being proffered. You're a hero simply by being a victim of something. And that's not true. Heroism is a positive trait, a positive action not a state of being. Things that are not heroic, number two, to survive your own iniquity. If you look at the Godfather, the consequence of his sin is that he loses everyone. He does not have his father's story. At the end of Godfather 3, he dies alone. He's been abandoned by his wife, his son, His daughter has been killed in front of his very eyes. He has no one. And it's the price of the man he was. It is not heroic for him to survive his own iniquity. One of the movies, it even won an Academy Award at one point, and yet it is a beautiful lie. And it's a movie called American Beauty. And the problem is, is that American Beauty tries to show Kevin Spacey being heroic simply because he doesn't do something in the end that is morally reprehensible. Heroism is not not doing something that is morally reprehensible. That's just common decency. 
So in American Beauty, Kevin Spacey, his quote, cathartic moment, his true arc for his character is when he decides not to have sex with the teenage friend of his daughter. That is his moment of heroism. That is his moral arc. Now he's become a good man. Are you kidding me? That was his moral responsibility to begin with. Not doing that should have been the norm. It certainly isn't heroic to refrain from having sex with an underage girl. My goodness. And yet that's what the movie touted. So heroism is more than just non-action. It involves something positive, a positive action, and something in the opposite direction. So... In contrast to that, let's look at the movie Unfaithful with Diane Lane and Richard Gere. And in this movie, Diane Lane, who's happily married, ends up having an affair. And it's actually quite wonderful the way this story is told. Because on the one hand, she hates what she's doing. On the other hand, she loves what she's doing. It's exciting and all those things. And this guy comes into her life and sweeps her off her feet. And she hates it and she loves it. So it's a true picture of sin, by the way, because isn't that sin? We wouldn't do it if we weren't getting some benefit from it. There is a part of us that likes it, right? And so she likes it, but she also hates it, and she hates herself. But she does it anyway until she finally ends the relationship. However, Richard Gere ends up finding out, and in a moment of passion, he ends up killing the man that she was having an affair with. Now, here's what's significant. They are both trying to keep these things a secret. Her, the affair, him, the fact that he killed the lover. And finally, at the end, it comes out. Now, here is what heroism is not. It is not enough that they come clean to each other about their sins. There has to be a positive. The truth is, it is heroic to face the consequences of one's sin when it is done in full repentance and because it is a cost that is terribly painful to bear. And that's what Richard Gere does. At the end of the film, Diane Lane drives him to the police station where he's going to confess and pay for his crime. And she is paying too because it's her fault that he was ever in this position in the first place. Their beautiful marriage is ruined unfaithful. These are the consequences of sin. But it's not enough that they would come clean to each other. He has to make restorative action. He has to try to repair the mess that he made by being willing to pay the penalty for what he's done. Things that are not heroic, three. It isn't heroic to have a great talent or skill to be able to run fast or sing well or do X. Now, it could be heroic to develop that talent to your utmost and at great price, as long as it is a response to the cosmos and not for your own glory. So if you remember the film Chariots of Fire, he said, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. Well, that's wonderful, but that doesn't make him a hero. It wasn't heroic just to have the talent, but it could be heroic to develop the talent at great price to oneself and 
so that it can be used for the good of others rather than for your own glory. Things that are not heroic, number four. It is not heroic to risk it all for a selfish or stupid thing. A common theme in a lot of movies where people risk it all, but it's for something really stupid. It is not heroic to put your entire life savings on Black 21 or whatever the case may be and take that risk over something so foolish that is so chancy. That is not heroic. That's just being stupid. So it is not heroic to build a business or buy a house or paint a fence or go on a trip or make a million dollars or win an award if it is selfish or stupid to do any of those things under the circumstances. Now, these things could become heroic if attaining them involves a triumph of the human spirit over an obstacle. And if pursuing those things wasn't just an outright foolish thing to begin with, but there were good reasons for it. But if it's stupid or selfish at the get-go, then there is no heroism to be had. Things that are not heroic, number five. It is not heroic to fight using disproportionate means. Someone attacks your son and you nuke their country. The whole vengeance thing is essentially anti-heroic. Vengeance is a terrible thing. Justice only wants what justice is due. So to go overboard and take more than justice is due is wrong. It is not heroic. Things that are not heroic, number six, it is not heroic to do an evil to achieve a good. I love the show 24. 24 stars Kiefer Sutherland. It's about a character named Jack Bauer, who is a counter-terrorist agent. But part of the moral dilemma and why I don't believe this show could get made today is that Jack Bauer has to do some pretty horrific things sometimes to get the information that he needs in order to stop the terrorist. Now, I think this is an interesting device because Jack himself struggles with how far is too far. Is it evil for him to torture somebody in order to save one's country or to save multiple lives? And what torture is crossing the line and makes you the monster that you're trying to stop? I think those ethical questions are raised in this series. And frankly, I think that Jack Bauer lands on the side of turning out to still be good, even though he has to cross the line in certain ways. He has to do things that are too hard for the average person to ever do, but he stops terrible things from happening, and those people are evil, and therefore they must be stopped. But it does raise all sorts of ethical dilemmas. The thing is, again, in this series, I would say personally, but some people disagree with me, that he doesn't actually do evil in order to achieve a good. However, there are times where we see characters like him who definitely perpetrate evil in order to supposedly do a good. And that is not okay. That is not heroic. Part of what makes a character heroic is that they don't do evil no matter what. 
They do it the right way. They do what they have to do the right way. Now, again, it doesn't mean that we are mamsy-pamsy wimps, because if we were, we would never be able to stop things like terrorist attacks. But how we do that has to be different than our enemies, or else we are no different from them. Things that are not heroic, number seven. Winning by accident. A character cannot just be lucky. It has to be because of the effort, the planning, their master plan put into motion that ultimately they're able to save the day. But not only so, it's got to be because of what they are personally willing to sacrifice to save the day. So for example, Anakin Skywalker, I think it's episode one. I wish episodes one, two, and three of Star Wars never existed, but they do. So we have to take those into account. But in those episodes, if you remember episode one, Anakin Skywalker at the end accidentally blows up the first Death Star. But he doesn't do it on purpose. There is nothing heroic about that whatsoever. And yet he's supposed to ultimately be the hero that is fallen in the subsequent series. It's just terrible. What the world needs from our story heroes is the conviction that there are some things worth dying for. That suffering is not the worst thing that can happen to us. What the world needs from our story heroes is the conviction that some things that people today are dying for are the wrong things and it makes their lives a waste. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? I hope that this has been helpful to you. And if I can be of service to you, please do check out my services on the Storytellers Mission website. As you will see, I do coaching, I do script and manuscript critiques, and I do have classes available, online classes. However, I only have one so far, and it's for screenwriters. So if you're a screenwriter, you should definitely check it out. I'm telling you, it will change your life. In the meantime, I want to thank you for listening to The Storyteller's Mission with Zena Del Rey. May you go forth inspired to change the world for the better through story.